Hey guys, it's Katie. Um, I know this is late and I'm really sorry, um, but uh, I think we all know why. There's the plague out there that's getting people, um, which is <laughs> what I'm calling it here because it's more fun. Um, but as we all know, the coronavirus is very real and um, has shafted us in a lot of ways, but I think that it has given me some other things in a lot of other ways. So, um, I have been avoiding the podcast because I didn't really want to do it. Like, I didn't want to talk about it. Uh, I'm so over it. Um, I don't, I don't read the news about it unless I really need something. I kind of stay away from it. Um, a friend of mine added me to a learning during Corona time Facebook group, which I will occasionally open and kind of like very quickly scroll through. Um, and it just kind of, I just stay away from it. And so I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about that, I guess, because I was avoiding it thinking I'm not going to have anything to add to the conversation because I don't want to. Um, and then I came around to thinking, Hey, maybe that's what I do have to add to the conversation is how to not get brought down by it, how to avoid it, how to make it just something that the rest of the world is doing and inside of your own little home bubble, make the best of your situation. So I guess that's what we're going to talk about. Um, I don't know how good this episode is going to be. I had a wonderful, complete brain purge onto paper a couple of weeks ago and I was really excited to kind of talk to you guys about that kind of stuff. Um, and then this whole coronavirus thing seems to have snowballed very quickly um, and change the landscape of our day-to-day -day activities. And so then I felt kind of like, well, dumb. Ugh. So um, I want to be here for you guys. And I want to kind of give a couple of tips. So, um, but this one is not going to be, and hopefully I'll have time to talk about this other stuff because I think it matters. Um, the But because of the coronavirus, because of the COVID-19, I don't know which one I want to call it yet. I just kind of switch them. I do call it the plague for fun. Um, because of this, another topic has come up um, that I think is very important. And that is how to not hate your husband. Um, because... The kids are a little bit easier to deal with. If it's the opposite in your house, I totally get that. Sometimes it is like that. Sometimes the kids are annoying and you like your husband. Sometimes the, the kids are easy and you hate your husband or shit. Sometimes that all that happens in one day. <laughs> so um, I always tell my kids I have a favorite by the minute. So it changes constantly. Someone will do something and I'll be like, damn, you're awesome. But then, you know, five minutes later they do something and I'm like, I literally hate your face. Oh, my God. Um, I don't say that, of course, the hate your face part, but I think they can see it in my face. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try as best I can to navigate through this. Uh, and so I want to start with husband and what I've been doing. Um, I don't know what everyone else has been doing, but, um, at first, let's see, the first couple of days was like, oh, hey, you're home. I love your face. Oh, yes, we get to hang out. Um, and then I want to say by, you know, the third or fourth day, I was like, stop fucking talking to me during coffee. Why are you alive? Um, and so I had to be very careful and pay attention because I was slowly avoiding him. He is the responsibility where I fail. 
Um, And that can sometimes be so daunting and exhausting to deal with. Um, I don't know if any of you, this is totally off topic, but I don't know if anybody has had the opportunity to watch Tiger King on Netflix, but it literally is the best thing I've ever fucking seen. (laughs) I don't even want to go, I don't even want to go down that road because I'll talk about it literally forever. I love it. It's so much fun and it's so gossipy and, um... You're just into it so much. Or I was, anyways. But, um, and he kept coming in there and being like, okay, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to do this. And I'm like, um, hello. I am literally trying to watch a bunch of white trash fight. Can you not see how important this is? I need to know how this fight ends. Um, so, (laughs) which is (laughs) so 100% true. Oh my God, I loved it. Anyway, um, so day three or four or five I was like I'm literally gonna slam your head against a rock leave me alone so I started to let that build up and get irritated with him and then every time I saw him I was like oh he's gonna tell me what to do um and so I had to consciously stop like I I saw myself doing it I was hanging out with the kids we were doing like fun stuff outside we've been playing games we've been laughing we've been watching shows we've been having non-stop it's like a snow day over here Except for a lot more grim. But um, I've been trying as hard as I can because my kids are the most important thing to me. Um, And so making sure that they're calm and happy and having a fun time. And that they remember this time as this really fun time that we got to hang out without having to do anything. Um, And not that one time where literally this terrifying virus was gripping the nation and shutting it all down. I don't want that part to be the part they remember. And so I put that as my main focus. But then I started to notice, oh, no, I'm failing in this other area. Like, I also love Keith and I also want Keith to have those those feelings and memories. But I'm kind of I'm kind of messing up in that area. So um, last night we had a talk um, and I while we were talking and hanging out, we were just playing with the baby. I was watching him talk and then myself talk and then noticing that every time I told him something, he didn't answer and I just waited. And then slowly I felt alone and I was like, um, I'm trying to think of an example because it happens all the time because I just talk about my feelings constantly. Um, but like, Oh, the baby. Oh, he does that. Yeah, we practice that during the daytime. And it's totally something he's been doing. It's so great. Um, And then Keith would be like, he would nod and then go back to what he was talking about. And so I noticed, hey, dude, I need you to like sign off. I need you to, to say to me, oh, yeah, totally. Oh, awesome. Um, and I used an example, this is probably getting to be too, too real, but I said, Hey, you know, that episode where they think Peter is retarded and they hire that guy to come sit by him at the dinner table. And every time he says something, the guy goes, Oh yes. High five. And Peter high fives him. Um, and Keith was started busting out laughing, obviously. And I said, I need that. Like I'm that person. I am, I am the nice, dumb one. You have to high-five me and be like, oh, totally. So my best friend Tiffany gives me that. And that is what I'm missing in other relationships. Like, I need you to tell me you understand completely what I'm saying. So for the rest of the night, 
um, it became this fun game we were playing. Like he would say something and then go high five. And I, he was joking and making fun of me, but I swear to God, I was like, dude, seriously, you're joking and you're being mean, but I swear to God, that's like what I need. Like, I'm so happy right now. I am so happy and fulfilled. I need that. Um, and so we kept doing it. And then, oh, fun part. He would say high five at times where I didn't want to give a high five. Like I didn't. So then I got to see what Keith thinks is important and what Keith thinks is worthy of a high five. So I hope it continues on through the day. He's been working. He actually is tele working right now. So we're not playing. He's working. But do something like that for your husband. And I don't mean high five because you're probably not the dumb nice one. I mean anything. What is it that you need? Do you need more butt grabs? Do you need him to help do the dishes? Men in general have, they are not, there's some exceptions to the rule because I've met some very thoughtful men, obviously. There's always an exception to the rule. Overgeneralizations are a problem, obviously. We all know this, blah, blah, blah. But men in general, they literally are never thinking about that. Like, I want to share every thought that I ever have. And I want him to be like, oh my God, totes. Well, he's not going to do that, okay? Because he's not a girl. He's my husband, not my BFF. Shout out to my friend Tiffany. High five. Anyway, but he's a boy, man. He doesn't give a shit. But if you tell him what you need, then they know. They don't, they can't tell by our feelings. They're not decoding anything. They're not super geniuses like that. So what is it that you need? Do you need him to step up some more? Tell him firmly and clearly, but not like a bitch. Like, hey, I've been noticing this and it would really make me happy if you did this. All they want to do is make us happy, same as how you want to make them happy. It's just, you know, everyone's constantly trying to do something that the other person doesn't even notice because that's not exactly what they want. So if you tell them exactly what it is that you want, maybe he can step up in that area. Um, so I hope that the high five thing goes on because I swear to God, no matter how embarrassing or dorky it is, I 100% love it. I love it. I love um, giving high fives. And um, Hank, Hunter, Olivia, and Gage all do it. Um, they all fulfill me in that way. And so I started to watch that. Um, Gage does the thing where if he agrees with you, he goes, oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. And Hank will straight up be like, yeah, and give you a high five. Olivia says, right? I mean, right? So it's all that same. Hunter has a very, Hunter's a very cool guy. He does like a very sly head nod smile. Um, but they all do it in some way. And I had noticed, hey, this is exactly what I'm missing. I need this dorky reassurance that you understand me and that you see me uh, and that you're acknowledging what's important to me. So I hope that wasn't, uh, I really do hope that helps because I genuinely think that this time that we're all trapped here, um, can be a time to really mold and work on the only things that are important in the entire universe. And that is your family, your husband, your kids, your dog, um, anything that's in your home, anybody who lives in your home unit, that's what's most important. So, uh, getting along with your partner 
is so important and there for a little while I saw it kind of sliding down the hill and I had to kind of go get it and claw it back up and bring it over here and get it right. Um, so today, although, you know, I'm not, I'm not so self-centered that I, um, am not watching what he needs today. I'm going to do the laundry, which is, seems like a mundane, boring thing, but it's really important to him that I step up in the house area and take care of the home. So, uh, I personally am going to try to do that. If he asks for something outright, I'm going to try to do that as well. So, <laughs> especially if any of you have been listening, um, call people and not let that slide because I'm a terrible person about it. Um, so on to the kids. Um, and if you, if anybody has anything to add to that conversation, I would absolutely love it because I know that, um, being married is very difficult. Um, I don't need to go down the road. We can talk about it at a later date, but I don't believe in marriage, never have, never wanted to be married. Um, and I still have those feelings. I am very happily married and obsessed with Keith. Um, but if we could be neighbors who occasionally had sex, I would pick that. Um, but we're in this together and every day that we're together, he makes it worth my while and I've never looked back, but I do, um, Anyway, we don't need to go down that road, but I, I have feelings about marriage. And my point is, it's very difficult. It's the most difficult thing you can do. Um, the second I got pregnant, I knew how to be a mother. I knew what babies needed. Um, that's just me. I know that that's more difficult for other people, obviously. I'm not, I, I don't want to scoff at that. But my point is, I didn't know how to be a wife. I didn't know how to be a partner. And I barely know how to be a person. So um, it's very difficult. And again, you got to claw yourself out of it. You have to claw yourself out. You can't give up. Don't let it slide. Um, pay attention. Make those relationships important because home is where you are supposed to be the happiest. Um, so on to the kids. We all have been getting schoolwork. Um, I've been paying attention just a little bit to that Facebook group. Um, and here's some things that I noticed that I want to bring up that maybe maybe make me an asshole, but I can tell you that I'm a happier asshole. So, um, a couple weeks ago I wrote down, I, like I told you, I had this little epiphany and kind of purged all of my thoughts out onto paper. Um, and we can kind of, I'll formulate that better later. Um, honestly, when I have time, but, um, I wanted to talk about the work that we're forced to have our kids do. Um, and I want to tell you that you're not their teacher. And by that, I mean, you don't have to be the one who's firm and a rule setter. It's just going to make you seem like another adult bad guy in their life. They don't need that shit from you. So they're at home. They have to do this work. Sit down. I've seen several. And, and so I've seen several of these Facebook moms doing that. Um, I have a an opinion about constantly posting things because you need, you know, constant acknowledgement from other people for doing something that everyone is doing. Blah, blah, don't go down that hateful road back. But um, I have some pe seen some people doing fun things, and that's what's important. So I have seen a lot on Reddit where people are like, my child won't do this. It's a constant fight. My child won't do this. It's a constant fight. Um, and so what I've learned over the years, this is something that old Katie used to do, but I definitely don't do anymore. I don't force shit. I don't. I'm not that person. I'm not their teacher. 
What I will do is I will look at the guidelines. I will sit Indian style with them and go over it and be like, oh, wow, that sounds cool. Or lame. Sorry, you have to do that. Do you want some help? And so I'm putting myself out of the situation and (coughs) as more of a partner and a friend really that understands, hey, this uh, project is dumb, but we have to do it. So where do you want to start? You know, let the kids be in charge. Let the kids teach you. Let the kids show you. You don't have to bring down these rules and enforce. And if all else fails, let me tell you something, okay? Your house happiness, that's number one, baby. None of that other stuff matters. If it's getting to be a fight, cut it. Stop it. Go outside and throw a ball. Say, you know what? I think we need a break from this. This is terrible. Let's go play hopscotch. Or let's go play Mario Kart. Or whatever it is that your family finds relaxing and fun. Um, Switch it up. Please don't give your kids this aversion to learning. That's what it's going to do. Um, So I got, this is a boring story, but I got my ass beat for misspelling words. I mean, violent, aggressive attacks because I couldn't spell a word correctly. Um, Guess who still can't fucking spell? Me. Okay, great. So that did nothing. That did nothing. I not only can't spell, I hate doing it because of that. And so I don't want that to happen to my kids um, as far as learning is concerned. And so I have an example of how I used to mess that up. So I'm just kind of going to read from these notes here. I um, So these are things that I don't do anymore. I kind of made a list because um, old Katie used to do all these things, um, but I don't anymore. And so I don't tell him how to draw or try to coordinate art projects anymore. Hank hates art. This is my fault. I made it a task. Not a fun life thing, but a high stress thing. Because of setup, taking so much mental energy, because then they don't follow directions, then you feel dumb because you thought about this for a whole week since you saw it on Pinterest. Fucking relax, breathe. These are my notes, by the way, so if they don't make sense, I apologize. Because I was just kind of purging. Um, Okay, but now he's making a mess and you haven't even started. Oh, there he goes. Now he doesn't even care about how much work I put into this, not to mention the money. Then that brings in Keith's stress because I spent so much money. No, stop, breathe. Hank doesn't care. Okay, so this is kind of where I would, this is where I got off track a little bit. This is what I would say to me now. Now I would say, stop it. Hank doesn't care. He's a baby, not an adult. Instead of all of this, Just grab cups, water, food coloring, spoons, and let them go to town. Don't say anything. Just mentally, just mentally picture a stressed out 50s housewife. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to just tell you this part. So when I was writing this, I was thinking of how the women in different generations did better at some things. And so I totally pictured like a 50s housewife who looked totally stressed out, like lighting a cigarette, leaning back in her chair and drinking. Do that. You don't have to do the drinking and the and the cigarette, but just fucking relax. Throw some shit on the table. Sit back and watch them go insane. They'll sit on the table. They'll dump the water. It doesn't matter. They're learning. All of that is learning. They're interacting with the world around them. You don't have to make turkey handprints 
or perfect little poems or absolutely wonderful stained glass art. None of that shit is important. What is important is touching, exploring, learning, and a mom who is not stressed out. So I literally made Hank hate art because art is my favorite thing. And because I kept trying constantly to structure these fucking things that I saw and make them perfect. And I put the pressure on myself and on him. And then it would spiral into things that weren't even involved in that. And so please, if I could go back and shake myself, calm down. They don't give a shit about that. Now, there are some kids, again, who are the exception to this rule. Olivia, I, I, who is a girl, so I, she's the only girl that I have, so I don't really know how to, to, to compare it. But I'm thinking of my little friend Alina and some other little girls that I've been around that are absolutely little dolls that will sit and they will color and they will tell you a story and they will do structured activities. So I don't know if it's a girl thing or a personality thing, but if you have that kid, ugh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous because I totally want to play. But I don't have those kids anymore so um I just toss things out and let them act like wild monkeys and then I clean up the mess um and I'm fine with it I don't care um at some point in time they learn to clean up too blah 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 you guys you know you have to eventually teach them how that you're not the slave etc etc but um at two I just let them have it and then I clean up um sometimes I will throw random things that I found in a drawer on the floor in the kitchen while I do the dishes so it doesn't matter what you're doing. Give them something to touch. Um, I think I've said it here before, um, and I say it all the time at my house. It's literally like, think of yourself like a zookeeper, and you have to constantly think of enrichment activities for the animals. Don't go any farther than that. We don't need to plan this perfect life. We don't have to be these perfect internet moms with blogs and all of that stress on you. Just throw some shit at the animals. Let them figure it out. When you look over and they're being sweet, that's when you lean down and say, oh, is that a spoon? I love spoons. Could I play? When you have time. It's on your time. Um, and so that brings me to another topic that I wanted to talk about. Um, and that is I saw on Reddit someone posted, because everyone's now at home with their kids, and some parents just aren't as good at kids' stuff as other parents. And I forget that. So um, I kind of feel like an asshole. And I saw the question, um, how often do you guys play with your kids? And I scrolled past it and rolled my eyes and was like, what the fuck? And then for some reason, that question has been on my mind for days. Like for some reason, it keeps popping up. And I'm like, who the fuck doesn't know how much time to play with their kids? And I just kept thinking it until I realized, like, you're being an asshole. Some people don't know. There is no dumb question. Like, there are no stupid questions. They genuinely don't know. And they were asking. And I'm an asshole because I was like, they don't. What the fuck? But, oh, my God. You know, and slowly my brain started to come around to, like, they're, they're asking for help. They want to know. Um, and so I kind of wanted to answer that question on here. I'm too late for the Reddit thread. Like, you know, 75 people already gave them advice. But um, I 
have been thinking of, I've been thinking about it. And the model that I use, I swear to God, is Sesame Street. So if you watch Sesame Street, which I swear to, uh, just, oh my God, yes. Yes, uh, Sesame Street. Yes, the best. I cannot get enough Sesame Street. If you have no idea about kids, freaking watch Sesame Street. I'm not even joking. Even if you have teenagers, watch Sesame Street. It is a study guide for you. It is a perfect outline. I cannot say enough about Sesame Street. So if you watch it, the monsters are playing. Like, Let's say Elmo and Zoe are doing a craft. Um, I think I saw them... Um, they were trying to make a, a friend. Zoe wanted to make an imaginary friend. Elmo wanted to play. He was getting irritated with Zoe because she wanted to do art, but he wanted to play. But every time they would start fighting, an adult would come and come in and be like, hey, what's up, you guys? Why don't we calm down? And then as soon as Zoe and Elmo got, were getting along better and came up with a good idea, he would leave. And then they'd start fighting. And he'd come on back and say, hey, what seems to be the problem now? And then Elmo would say, I want to do this, but Zoe wants to do that. You know, and then the adult would say, oh, my goodness. Well, I do see that as a problem. I wonder what we could do instead. And then Elmo would come up with ideas. Zoe would come up with ideas. They'd agree on one. The adult would leave again. Um, and so I think that is exactly how much time I spend with my kids. Now, sometimes you'll be watching Sesame Street and an adult is part of the fun. An adult has all this free time. And you know what? I'm done sweeping here. Why don't I help Big Bird find a new house? Great. And then they go through and they do the whole playing with them. And they don't leave their side until it's all resolved. And then they laugh and then they leave. That's an appropriate amount of time. So whatever you have to give is an appropriate amount of time. It's just that when you're giving it, that you're attentive, that you're fully engaged in the topic and conversation, and then when it seems resolved, and or in parentheses, the kids become hella boring, then it's okay to leave. You don't have to force your relationships. You're also teaching the kids that alone time is okay. It's okay to be alone. It's okay to play quietly. There's nothing wrong with it. You're not, you're not ignoring them or neglecting them if you only have 10 minutes to spare during the day and you choose to spend that 10 minutes reading a book and really engaging yourself verbally and emotionally with your kids then that 10 minutes is exactly the right amount of time um and so i i i've been paying kind of attention to this and and i want to tell you that it's okay it's okay that um, so for, for example, when Hank was little, um, he would be really bad for like three days in a row. And I'd just be like, he's being an asshole and I can't even take it anymore. <gasps> and I would like freak out. Um, and then I'd be kind of mean to him because I thought it was like his fault, which is so ridiculous. God, I want to smack me so hard. But now when Hank starts acting mean and whiny, I say shit. Hank needs some time. Like he's starting to be like a little bitch. I need to pay attention to him. So then I will pull him aside and do something he wants to do. Um, last night, he made me look at pictures of video game characters for like 45 minutes. Um, was it boring? Yeah, 100%. I think it's super dumb. But guess who doesn't think it's super dumb? Hank. Guess who wants to share 
what he loves with me, Hank. Um, and that's beautiful and wonderful. Um, it's the same thing that I do to Keith. It's the same thing. I have to tell Keith every single thought that goes through my head and every single opinion that I have because I want him to know me. I want him to see me and love me for every single thought that I have. I want to be, I constantly joke that I want to take our avatar tales and put them together. And so he can know everything about me and I can know everything about him. We can be best friends forever. Oh, I love him. Um, Hank feels that way about me. So I have to then give him what he needs. So he kept showing me all of the stuff. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Oh my God, I love his tail. Oh, totally. Yes. Oh, thank you for showing me that guy. I love that guy. Oh, I love how his ribs stick out. Oh, I don't like that he doesn't have any hands. Mm, his eyes are weird. What do you think? Um, and really engaging in that conversation and playing with him. And then you know what? He happily bounced out of there, completely fulfilled. And I felt like the fucking world was on fire. I was just like, boom, baby. Yes, my baby is happy and I love him. Ugh. Yes, fulfilled. So those that is the appropriate amount of time. Uh, days went by without us doing that. That's okay. When I had time, I completely gave him my unconditional attention. I completely ignored everything else that was going on, even though I was trying to watch Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, which is fine because it's not even that good. Anyway, but I let Hank take over my life right then. So in this time, please pretend to give a shit about what Barbie is wearing. First of all, if you're playing Barbie, I'm jealous as shit because nobody over here wants to play Barbies. Even when I try to play with action figures like Barbies, I get kicked out of the game. So if... That's what your kid is into. Just pretend to care. Literally, give them what you would want your friends to give you. Um, if your husband is super nerding out about that new grass seed he got, girl, you better pretend you care. Just suck it up and do it. Um, if your son is making dick jokes, guess what? He hasn't been in the locker room in a couple weeks. He's going insane. Just laugh. Just <laughs> give it back to him. Be, be, be a frat boy. Um, Olivia is playing with my hair and I'm trying really hard to be girly for her. Um, say things like, oh my God, totally. Ah, it's so cute. Oh, I love it. Oh my God. I wish we had one too, girl. So be all of the things for everyone else. And then, aha, here comes the fun part. Don't forget to be you for you. Don't forget to play for you. Don't forget to make time and tell everyone clearly, hey, this is mama's time. I'm going to go in the backyard. I'm going to wear a big skirt and an apron. I'm going to pretend to be a fairy princess. Y'all leave me the fuck alone. So that's okay too. All of that's okay. Um, I would recommend not watching the news. I would recommend not getting on Facebook. I would recommend going completely computer silent um, that's what I've been doing. And I have to be honest with you. I'm literally having the best time of my life. I'm, I'm so fucking happy. This is what I've been waiting for my whole entire life. Oh, none of you have to go to school. Your husband gets to stay home. Fuck yeah. Let's do this, baby. All my favorite people are in the house. I get to play. Now, that being said, other people aren't getting paid. Shit is going down. People don't have food. People don't have this. People don't have that. The world is, you know, put 
everyone in this precarious position. Your local people are now in need. All of that stuff is happening. Yes, please don't be an asshole. Stop hoarding groceries. Don't even fucking... I'm, ooh, I don't even want to say toilet paper. I'm so fucking mad. Whatever it is, stop. Just relax. Be at home. Fix your mental state. All of that other stuff is going to happen. If you're in need and you're losing money right now or you're having to like do two jobs from home, I can't even fucking, I'm sorry. Like I can't even understand the shit you're dealing with. I'm aware of it and I am so fucking sorry. That being said, here's how I think that we can help because there's there's some um, charities already opening up, wanting money, blah, blah, blah. I disagree with that. I think that if you want to help, when all of this blows over, you only shop locally. You only pay attention. You you donate your time to the school. You donate your time to the homeless shelter or donate as much food and clothing as possible. You do those things firsthand. You go into the community and you help people the best way that you can. The government will have everything under control. And that is said as a Floridian who is used to... Um, Everyone not having food, water, power for a long time. I have complete faith in them. That may be a complete naive mistake, but eh, that's what I choose. So at, during this time, while you're making sure that, you know, your, your mortgage is paid and your food is filled, which the food thing is really stressing me out because I have five kids and the food disappears around here very quickly. Um, So whatever it is that you're exactly stressed about, um, for instance, we were supposed to move. I was in the middle of doing all of this house stuff, and that's now postponed. The whole entire world is on pause. So I just kind of put it all mentally in a closet and closed the door, and I'm not dealing with it. It's not a great plan, I'm sure. I, I don't give a shit. I'm not a psychologist. That's what helps me. I put it in, close the door. I'm not opening it until I need to because right now my focus is on, again, making sure that the kids are not traumatized during this um, time. Hank especially because he's my little worry baby. He's so anxious. He thinks everyone's going to die. Shout out to my boy Jesse, uh, who is also a little worrier. So any of my little dudes that are scared and anxious, that's who I think we should be spending a lot of time playing with and having fun with. Making sure that this is a fun memory and not a scary one because it's scary as shit. Uh, I went to the hospital with Keith. Um, before this whole thing kind of got really uh, as far as it has. And they had a CDC tent and I was freaking out. Like it literally scared me. I almost passed out uh, because I'm afraid of ET and they have that tent thing, whatever. Anyway, stupid uh, fears that I have, but it's it's scary as shit to me. Um, I'm also super scared of the plague, infectious diseases that spread like this. So this is a real fear. Not one I'm sharing with my kids. That's one I'm sharing with my husband or maybe putting in a closet and shutting the door until I have time to, you know, have a glass of wine and cry a little when no one's looking. Those are fine. I'm fine with that. Um, I haven't cried yet, so. But it's getting there to where it's like, oh, shit, the world is fucked up. I don't know what's going on. Um, Especially since we had a um, child death in our state recently. What That makes me, um, I, ugh, I can't. Um. So that's got to go in a closet and close the door on that because babies and children getting hurt makes me want to die. So my point is all of these fears are real. Everyone's walking around with them. Put them away. Do what you have to get done. Make sure you're happy. 
because stress is very bad for your body and your family. Make sure that you're taking the time to pay attention to your husband and not just hate him because my God, is it easy to just hate them and your wife, whoever your partner is. If you have sex with someone and you don't see them for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you will hate their asses by the end of it. So please pay attention that your partner is not getting treated like shit and you're being careful to ask exactly what it is that you want and maybe pay attention and be willing to listen when they want something as well. So um, I think that's everything that I want to talk about. I hope that none of that shit um, irritated you. I don't want to ever, um, another reason why I didn't do it. I don't want to, um, censor myself. I want to say what it is that I want to say. Um, so I am sorry if it hurt your feelings. If it did, uh, you know, I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Um, the best thing you can also do is that when you go out into the community, please treat people well. The, uh, there, everyone is here. We're all in this together. Everyone is frightened. Everyone thinks it is surreal. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. I mean, they did in like 15 whatever. And I think there was like an 1806 plague or something. I don't know. Um, but nobody living right now has seen something like this in their lifetime. So be kind. Everyone thinks it's surreal. It's weird. Um, be kind to yourself. First and foremost, be kind to yourself. Allow yourself mistakes. Allow yourself a bad mood. Get out of it. Claw. Never give up. Keep trying to be better. Keep trying to be better. Um, if you need to take a day, take a day. Just take a day. Don't wake up early. Don't do anything. Watch Tiger King on Netflix, for real. Or The Stranger on Netflix. Uh, that was pretty fucking good, too. Um, take a day. Relax. Then get up the next day. Clean your house. Work out. Make a good meal. Fucking hit it head on, girlfriend. But um, don't be afraid to make yourself a priority. Um, I hope that all of you are having fun. The most fun possible. I hope that you take this time to kind of separate yourself from society because that's a gift in itself. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing. It doesn't fucking matter. What do you want to do? What are you going to do? Um, and then if you still have questions, no questions are dumb. Even if some annoying bitch in Maryland uh, ignores your question and rolls her eyes for days until it dawns on her that, shit, she's being an asshole. Don't be afraid. Um, just be you, boo. You do you, baby. Uh, I'm going to get off because now I think I'm, I'm done talking. Um, if you have anything to add to this conversation, um, please email me at uneducatedhousewife.com. I was thinking about doing telephone conferences, um, so that we can all kind of give our, um, point of view. So if you're in California, if you're in Indiana, if you're in Maine, um, Florida, uh, email me if you'd like to be on the show and I would love to have phone conferences with you and kind of get a perspective from, from everyone and all of the different things that everyone is dealing with. Because in my corner, obviously I told you I've isolated myself here in this one house, um, which is why I didn't want to do the pod in the first place. I felt like I had nothing to add. Um, 
So I, I would love to hear what everyone else's struggles are. I would love to hear the real things that are happening in your life that maybe you need help with or maybe you have nailed. Um, so email uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. Please treat everyone with kindness. Everyone is scared. Be kind. Okay, I love you. Bye.